You are Locked On 49ers, your daily San Francisco 49ers podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome to Locked On 49ers Monday edition. Brian Peacock here with former professional cover guy Eric Crocker covering the Niners for you daily here on Locked On 49ers at BD Peacock at Eric underscore Crocker. This episode is brought to you in part by Rock Auto. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need. Go to rockauto.com and let them know Locked On sent you. Croc, interesting comments that came about today before we recorded that might take this podcast in a direction we did not expect, which tends to happen. And we're in the offseason, so we can just have fun with whatever the latest news is. And we're going to get to running backs at some point this week. I promise we've been teasing that for like a couple weeks. But we're going to talk about the rookie running back sermon. We already talked about a little bit about Raheem Mostert last week on Friday. And we are going to talk about Elijah Mitchell and how those guys fit in, what we like, what we don't like, sort of the scouting reports on those rookie running backs. We'll get to the offensive lineman the 49ers drafted as well at some point very soon here. We're going to preview position battles and camp battles and make a roster projection. So all kinds of stuff looking ahead to the 2021 San Francisco 49ers. But we got to go backwards a little bit here. Croc, did you hear the comments? from tom brady in that little teaser for the hbo uh what what's the name of that show is it called uh the shop the shop on hbo yeah, yeah. and so uh, tom brady one of the guests on the shop in the barbershop just chatting it up they don't actually do they get haircuts while they do this because they're kind of sitting in they, the barbershop but it's a sham i think they're not actually getting haircuts yeah i mean i i see lebron get a haircut but they're not really cutting anything it's like he's already lined up and everything but <laughs> you see them like putting the clippers to his you know to his lineup or whatever, like it is, yeah. The, and he's the only one I've ever seen actually get any work done on his head. Okay, so. that's got to be a good gig just to be a fake barber for that show, right? Right. And they actually use a real barber. My wife knows one of the barbers that's on there sometimes. Oh. He's from the Bay Area. He cuts like a lot of the Warrior players' hairs, a lot of the Raider players' hair. Um, and he has like multiple uh barber shops around the Bay Area. So he's a real barber, but he's on there, and I think he's doing the fake cutting at that moment. But he's a really really good barber, though. Okay, how does how does that work? Do you like? Is there always someone around? Like you had the the you had the long hair going back when you were in a in in the Jets locker room. Like, but but could you have gotten that lopped off on any day you wanted, or is like one day a week where they bring in a barber? Because I know people get haircuts at the facilities sometimes, right? How does that work? Yeah, Jets. We didn't at least while I was there. We didn't have a uh, barber in at the facility okay i think during training camp we did but actual actual uh off season and stuff no i actually went to this one barber like all the way across town and he was not good i was, I was really upset so i just stopped cutting my hair <laughs> there I, I didn't have the dreads when i was with the jets I oh you didn't dreads. okay i had the dreads before okay uh but uh yeah a lot of teams have a have a barber for sure though what's the difference between the facilities for your arena league versus say the New York Jets, like, <laughs> like, not like workout facilities, uh, all the extra stuff, like food spreads and things like that. Like, it, it, does it just not exist for the arena league or is it just, you know, very pared down version of those things? The arena league. Okay. So I played for a few different organizations and all three had different setups in San Antonio. We just had a gym membership and then okay. we were trained by a guy, uh, who, 
has a big facility now, but he, I think he was just getting started when we were out there. He would work with us, but then a lot of times guys would just go to like 24 hour fitness or whatever. The Jets have like a very state of the art uh, facility. It's, it's the best facility of any NFL team that I've gone to, you know? So I, I had several workouts. I've been around other teams. I've been around 49er facilities. Jets had the best facilities. Oh, wow. And not only did they have the best facilities, they had um, their, their uh, where you eat, their cafeteria. It was like, it was great. The, the, the food, I mean, it was like five-star chefs. You can go in there, you hand them a little thing, and you can get everything made exactly how you want it. And a lot of times they would put you on some type of meal plan depending on the body fat that they wanted you to play at or get kind of underneath or whatever. So – you, you would be able to get whatever it is, how you want to get it. When you get done with your workouts, they have your shakes ready with your name on it and everything, just how you like it. It, it really wasn't like that. <laughs> wow. Okay. That's crazy, man. That is. It, so me coming from a Division two school, and that, that's another thing. Some of these guys are coming from Alabama, right? Like, I mean, I was there with D. Milliner. He was drafted ninth, ninth overall from Alabama. They have... I mean, whatever he had at Alabama is even better than the NFL yeah. as far as their facilities and everything like that. I'm coming from a Division II school. It ain't sweet coming from a <laughs> D2. So one of the things that I appreciated more than anything was just the fact that I can get an unlimited amount of Gatorades or they had food there for me that I could just take to my hotel for breakfast, lunch, and dinner. You, you know, Those are the things that really like jumped out to me of like, wow. NFL is amazing. I get all this stuff for free. <laughs> so yeah. that, that was really cool. That That's one of the best gigs in, in pro sports when you get the meal money and you don't have to spend it on food because you got the food at the facility too. So you just get pocket that meal money or go use it on whatever else, right? And they give you per diem. So right. um, every professional team that I've been on, you get per diem. Even in the arena league, when we went, we would fly into like, say flew into Kansas City, right? And we'd be there. We usually, we play the Saturday night, we fly in on a Friday, and then we fly out Sunday. So for those three days or whatever, they give you like, you know, $175 to last you those three days. NFL, they give you even a little bit more. And that's not a part of your contract or anything. That's just a per diem for, you know, being on the road. It's the life, man. It was cool. I enjoyed it. (laughs) Absolutely. All right, we got to get into this Tom Brady stuff. His quote was, one of the teams, they weren't interested at the very end. I was thinking, you're sticking with that mother effer? That was the clip, and it's making its rounds today, Monday, on all the social media platforms. Great teaser by HBO here. Unfortunately, I mean, tune in if you want. I probably won't be tuned into this show, but he's not going to let you know which team that is, unfortunately, on the show. Who knows? Maybe he does. That would be fun if he actually did, but... Obviously, the 49ers were one of those teams that thought about it. They kicked the tires on Tom Brady. They were just coming off a Super Bowl. I don't think Brady's talking about the 49ers and Jimmy G here. He knew Jimmy G as well as anybody. I'm sure he thinks he's better than Jimmy Garoppolo for good reason. I'm sure he thinks he's better than any quarterback any of these teams would have had. And for Tom Brady to be like, hey, I'm willing to come to your team and, and a team to say, ah, no, we're okay, Tom Brady. We're not going to bring you in. I could see him getting pretty pissed about that, right? Yeah. The initial reaction, I think, across Twitter was that it's the 49ers and Jimmy Garoppolo that he's talking about. That was not my opinion. 
I didn't think that there was any way that he's talking about the fourth. Well, I don't want to say anyway because you know I don't yeah. want to give him too much credit. But I can't see it being that. Like if it were, if Jimmy Garoppolo were a scrub or somebody that was really bad, then I could see him say that. You know, um, I did get someone. My my guy Jay Nava was like, well. Jimmy Grubble was his backup. So, of course, he could be talking about Jimmy. I'm like, man, Jimmy, although he was his backup, we're talking about a backup to Tom Brady. All right? So, Tom Brady's going to feel like he's better than anyone. And pretty much, I mean, there's only a few quarterbacks in the league that would not back him up if he if they were on the same team as him. So, just look at that situation and his comments. And it's crazy that we're taking so much out of, like, maybe a five-second soundbite. Yeah. But – I thought it had to be someone that he feels like it's clear that this guy is not good. And I didn't get the sense of that being Garoppolo because I, I do feel like most people respect Garoppolo in the sense of good starting quarterback. This is something different. And I saw people say that the Bears were interested. That's the team. Yeah. I could see that. If the Bears were interested, they're like, oh, nah, we're not gonna, we're not gonna take on uh take on Tom Brady. Sorry, we have mental Trubisky. I could see that being an issue, and I could see that really getting underneath uh, Tom Brady's skin. Oh, yeah. That would piss me off if I was a Bears fan. That would piss me off if I was a player on the Bears, too, <laughs> let alone if you're Tom Brady and you're like, really? Okay, uh, I want to dive deeper into that, which teams it could be, because I think there's a number of teams we can figure out here. It's probably one of three or four guys that he's talking about. Who we think it might be. I think Bears is a good one. It could be Garoppolo and the 49ers. I don't think... That's what he's referring to. And we've kind of got to put our heads in that space. What were things like in 2020? What was going on with this free agency period for Tom Brady? And what would have been if the 49ers would have made that move? Did they make the wrong move? What dominoes fell because of where Tom Brady ended up in free agency? All that coming up next. Eric Kroc, Brian Peacock, Crocked on 49ers. Bet online is the fastest, easiest way to bet on all your sports action. Baseball season in full swing. You can track all of that all summer long. So many games to bet on. Putting together some parlays I like to do with baseball games. Uh, makes for a fun evening of ball. You get a, an early game, a late game. Maybe an over-under in there somewhere. There's uh, UFC, MMA action, obviously. NBA playoffs, NHL playoffs. Some goofy celebrity boxing matches. <laughs> of course, you can get on that action as well. So before the next pitch, head over to Bet Online. Use your laptop, mobile device, whatever you want to check out all the great sporting news and sign-up bonuses with contest information. Don't sit on the sidelines anymore. Head over to BetOnline.ag. Get a 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit with promo code Locked On. That's promo code locked on bet online, your online sports book experts. All right, Croc. I think we both agree. Tom Brady's not talking about the 49ers there. I don't think it's definitely possible that he is, but I don't think he is. The big candidates for the teams that were in it with Tom Brady at the time, the Raiders was a big one. There was a lot of talk about Tom Brady and the Raiders. And actually, I uh, just saw somebody tweet out an old interview with Ian Rappaport from the 2020 offseason talking about how the Raiders are one of the teams that. Tom Brady definitely wanted to go to. So that actually kind of shoots up my list a little bit here. I originally, like you thought, nah, probably not the 49ers, but got to be the Bears. If it's Mitch Trubisky and the Bears and they said no to that, I don't know if that was one of the top teams that Tom Brady was interested in, or if Tom Brady was talking to all the teams, just wanted everybody to say, hey, please 
come here, and then he went and made his decision if he would have picked Tampa Bay anyway. But according to Rappaport, he would have probably chosen the 49ers or the Raiders over the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, potentially. So that's super interesting, obviously, this being a 49ers podcast. But the other team is the Chargers. So Chargers, Raiders, Bears, 49ers. Most likely it's one of those teams he's talking about. It's got to be the Bears. Because even the Raiders with with uh, uh, Carr, yeah, like Carr's not a scrub. Like, is he, you know, kind of average to slightly above average? Maybe, like, yeah, but he's not a scrub. And and when you make a comment like that and call the person a mother effer, like to me, that's just like <laughs> you are so insulted that this that this team would pass on you for this guy. And the only guy or, you know, out of all those teams that we just talked about, the only one that's a backup, like this team is what this quarterback was a free agent, Trubisky. He is a free agent. Nobody, nobody won him. And you said, I think what you said before you teased it up, you say you've got to go back to 2020 offseason and kind of get in that headspace. Yeah. And if you were looking at any of those teams, right, at that time, you're looking at it and you say, okay, 49ers, Raiders, Bears. And, and, and you're looking at those teams and the quarterbacks that they have. What what team would you be kind of insulted if you were him that they would pass on you? Like I think even him, like thinking logically, he can look at the 49ers situation and say, "Well, they're coming off of a Super Bowl with Garoppolo. I, at the very least, understand it. Obviously, I feel like I'm better, but I understand it. The Raiders, you could say, well, Carr, he doesn't suck. Like you know, what I'm saying he, he's a solid quarterback, so you at least understand it." The only one that you can't even kind of like make an excuse for it is Mitchell Trubisky because he was sorry then too. Like it wasn't <laughs> like he just all of a sudden got sorry and nobody wanted him and he just signed for $2 million in free agency. If Derek Carr would have hit free agency right now, would he sign for $2 million? No, he'd be like a $30, $25 million quarterback on, on the free agent market. Even Jimmy Garoppolo, I think he would get paid maybe close to Carr, could be slightly less. But he'd get paid. Trubisky just got paid $2 million in free agency. It's got to be him, right? What? The only other team. So, I, and I agree with you. Like, Carr, I'm not big on Carr, but he's been to Pro Bowls. His, his numbers have always been, like, sort of okay, but mediocre and never, you know, but he's consistently that. I could see Tom Brady definitely still looking at Carr and being like, dude, that obviously – I'm a huge upgrade over Derek Carr. What the hell are you thinking? If that's a team you really wanted to go to. So I could see that being him. I could still see it being the 49ers, even though I don't think it probably is because Niners were coming off a Super Bowl. That's the other thing. Jimmy's best year, Niners coming off a Super Bowl, you almost can't make that move if you're the 49ers. And I think the 49ers in some ways last offseason were a victim to the Super Bowl because they were like, let's run it back. Everything was perfect. We went to the Super Bowl. We were so close to winning it. Let's do everything the same. And you just have to know that that doesn't happen in the NFL. You can't just run it back and do things right. year to year and expect it to be the same as it was the year before. And in hindsight, I think it's pretty clear that the 49ers probably made a bad decision there, right, with uh, not taking on Tom Brady. And what's funny is the Bears ended up trading up to get a quarterback. The Niners ended up trading up to get a quarterback. The Raiders the only team that hasn't made a change at quarterback, but what about the Chargers? Because in free agency, the Chargers weren't re-signing Phillip Rivers, so we're talking about Tyrod Taylor. So I could see this definitely being the Chargers, too, if Brady wanted to go to L.A. But the Chargers had that draft pick 
But Brady's not talking about a draft pick. He's talking about Tyrod Taylor at the time in, in March because Phillip Rivers is going to sign with the Colts as a free agent. The Chargers, I understand. So, like, with the 49ers, I understand it. They came off a Super Bowl. It's really hard to make that change when you were in the Super Bowl, almost made it, and just exit your quarterback for a short-term option like Tom Brady when you think this might be your guy for a while in, in Jimmy Garoppolo. It's amazing how much changes in a year, right? Right. Bears, there's no excuses there if they weren't interested. Chargers had that sixth pick in the draft. It ended up being Justin Herbert. I think the Chargers are fine with it now, but... This is pre-draft. This is free agency. I could absolutely see this being the Chargers, too. So I'm thinking Chargers, Bears, one of those two teams when I hear when this. When did he sign? That's a good question. Because I, I feel like it wasn't right when free agency it was, started. I think later in free agency. I think it was after Rivers had already signed. Let's find out here. Yeah, so, I mean, obviously, you know, that that's kind of a key in this whole situation. I feel like if the Chargers, I wonder if they were looking into it, but I would assume that even if they were, they were if they just told them we're going the route of a rookie, because I don't think that they would say, oh, no, Tom Brady, we don't want you because we have Tyrod Taylor. It seems, it seems crazy. It seems crazy that the Bears, it seems crazy that the Raiders wouldn't do everything they can to move off from Derek Carr to Tom Brady, to be honest with you. Carr's not I, young. I mean, we're talking about John Gruden. You don't want Tom Brady as your quarterback? It doesn't seem that crazy to me, though, because and I think that's the issue you get when you pay quarterbacks that are kind of like middle of the road, but you pay them like top dollar makes maybe makes it a little bit more difficult to kind of move off them in a sense or makes it to where they are more important to your team because of the money that they make. And that makes it a little a little stickier. But what I don't know, just the way I view Carr. I think he's solid. Like, he is somebody that, yeah, you, you could definitely move off of, especially for Tom Brady. And I think you could say that about 25 teams in the NFL. But I I, I think I like Carr a little bit more. I, I think he's fine. Carr is solid. I, I think it's John Gruden that's kind of sabotaging that but, team. But then didn't – because they brought in Marcus Mariota instead. And it felt like they weren't sold on Carr either. It felt like, oh, we're going to bring in right. this backup, a highly paid backup to compete here. Yeah. And there was a point in the season where it was like, oh, man, is this going to go Mariota's way instead of Carr's way? So I don't even think the Raiders themselves were sold. So that's why that one feels a little bit more like it could be, especially if that's a place that Tom Brady wanted to go. And I'm just trying to remember, I don't think the Bears were that in it at the end. I really feel like it was more 49ers because that was his hometown team, Raiders, Chargers, and Bucks. And less Bears it, for some reason, even though the Bears made too much sense. I just don't, I don't remember them being one of the teams in the end. It sounds like whatever team, they kind of opted out towards the end. So maybe it was a team that was interested early on and mm -hmm. then was like, nah, we're cool. We're just going to stay with this guy. And that sounds like it could be the 49ers, but I just can't. Because like you said, you got to go back in that headspace of 2020 and look at the 49ers and where they were and what it looked like and them coming off and really the expectations they had going into this year and people feeling like, okay, Jimmy Garoppolo, first full full year starting, what's it going to be if he starts for another full year and kind of that trending upward, you know, like those things you got to kind of factor in a little bit and it, it makes it a little more difficult, you know. That's there, there was a lot of talk about Garoppolo that offseason, though. I mean, they were 
I don't know if it was for clicks or whatever, but he was in the news for not just the Tom Brady. I mean, it was, would you rather have Jimmy Garoppolo or Dak Prescott? Would you rather have Jimmy Garoppolo or Kirk Cousins? Like, these were topics every day, it felt like, on TV. That's a good segue. Okay, did the 49ers screw up? Is it the Super Bowl curse? And did that inform future decisions for the 49ers and other teams who who did not bring in Tom Brady? That will finish up this, I guess this is going to take the whole pod here. Uh, let's talk quarterbacks, what could have been, and what is in the future next. Did you know that Built Bar has nine delicious flavors, plus the occasional limited time flavor like jalapeno? Recently, if you find that one, give it a shot. I was pleasantly surprised. Coconut, coconut almond, peanut butter is my favorite, mint brownie, peanut butter brownie. Salted caramel, double chocolate, raspberry, some of the classic flavors there, and they're filtering through new flavors all the time. Something for everyone. And as we know from the Built Bar bracket, some passionate fans about their favorite flavors. Not only are Built Bar the best tasting protein bars on the market, they're healthy too. We're talking 17 grams of protein, only 130 calories, 4 grams of net carbs, and 4 grams of sugar. You can find a flavor that satisfies you or build your own box of Built Bars and use promo code LOCKED15 for 15% off. Go to BuiltBar.com, promo code LOCKED15 for 15% off at BuiltBar.com. With the ever-increasing numbers of makes, models, it is now impossible to stock all the parts you need in a traditional chain storefront. Why endure often pointless or seemingly intimidating questioning and wait while the counterman orders the parts on his computer? You can't see what he's looking at. He's looking at this screen, choosing the only brand his warehouse happens to carry. Then you got to come back and wait for the part to even get there. You have computers with access to rockauto.com at home and in your pocket with an endless supply of everything you need for your vehicle. I'm always blown away at how much they have in stock at rockauto.com. Why would you choose to spend 30, 50, even 100% more for the exact same auto parts at a chain store or a new car dealership? Chain stores have different price tiers for professional mechanics and do-it-yourselfers. Rockauto.com's prices are always the same for everybody and are always reliably low. Just let them know that Locked On sent you, right? Locked On in there. How did you hear about us box? So they know we sent you amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need, rockauto.com. So we're seeing it with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, the, the team that did end up with Tom Brady, Croc. We're seeing it this offseason. They went to the Super Bowl. What are they doing? They're running it back. A bunch of one-year contracts. Let's bring back everybody. It's going to be exactly the same. I think it is bad for Tampa Bay because we just saw how that goes for the Niners. Like that doesn't work. And the Niners were a victim of their own success in a lot of ways because you can't shake up a Super Bowl team. Like the 49ers almost let let's say the let's say Garoppolo one of those balls he threw that Eric Kendricks nearly picked off. I think Kendricks got him one time, right? In the in the playoffs in after mm-hmm. the 2019 season against the the Vikings. Yeah. In that divisional game. But Kendricks almost got him like one or two other times. Right. What if Kendricks picks one of those off? The Niners lose that game to the Vikings. Tom Brady was the 49ers quarterback last year. Were they that Correct. close? Like, were they, like, because they went to the Super Bowl, they couldn't do this. But if you're one or two plays different throughout the season, maybe the Niners wouldn't have had that pressure of, like, we can't blow up a Super Bowl team. And maybe they would have done it. If they lose to yeah. the Vikings, is Tom Brady a Niner? 
Yeah, I believe so. The the expectations, I mean, you know, you're what, 13 and three going to the year. You you had the top rated defense in the league. You go into that game and your defense plays how it played, but you know, your quarterback kind of screws up a couple of passes. It already looked like maybe certain situations for now. didn't trust him all that much. I should say Kyle Shanahan didn't trust him all that much. I think that left the room, the door open more for you know, a potential replacement, especially mm-hmm. with someone like Tom Brady. Going to the Super Bowl, I, I really believe it bought him a little bit more time. You know, it, it bought him another year of what will he be. My thing with Garoppolo was always, is is that who he is or is there more to it? And I think that – and I, I feel like Kyle Shanahan was trying to figure out those questions as well, yeah. but the injuries – really hurt that whole thought process and it got to the point to where we can't wait any longer to see if you're going to be what we feel like you can be or to even know exactly who the hell is Jimmy Garoppolo because I think to, if if you were to ask somebody right now any logical think, thinking person we don't know who he is and I, they definitely didn't know or they would not have known especially after that Vikings game he throws he throws that game away there is a strong much stronger possibility that Tom Brady ends up being a 49er. Yeah, uh, and then you so then you look at okay, so the 49ers obviously and you mentioned this earlier uh before we went on the air about this last Super Bowl, Tom Brady versus Patrick Mahomes. Two players that the 49ers could have had, right? And and we've gone over the the 2017 draft and the Niners probably you know teams weren't looking at Patrick Mahomes that high to be drafted number three overall where the 49ers selected Solomon Thomas, but he only went seven picks later. Like the Kansas city saw something and they traded up in the top 10 to get him. They traded up to number 10 to get him. So it's not that insane. I, I wouldn't have been that shocked if, if Deshaun Watson went that high. I had Deshaun Watson in, in my group of my very small right. group of four players. The 49ers should have been looking at, in my opinion, the time of the draft in 2017 at that pick. And maybe I thought uh, Mahomes is going to go later and, and a player I liked. And I, in fact, I think I had Mahomes and Solomon Thomas back to back in my 2017 rankings. I'd have to go back and look at which one was ahead, but I think they were back to back in my rankings. But the 49ers then decide not to bring in Tom Brady post Super Bowl and now reevaluate this offseason. Do you think those things affected Kyle Shanahan and John Lynch and their decision making to do whatever it took? And it was a huge cost to move up to draft a rookie quarterback at number three this year? Yeah, you know, and that, that's it's kind of a loaded question with how everything really played out. But I tweeted this, I want to say during the Super Bowl because I was watching it and I'm just like, I get it. I understand exactly why the move, you know, they made the moves that they did or they elected not to get Tom Brady or I, I, I get it why they did not draft Patrick Mahomes. But at the end of the day, they have to live with those decisions on what they did or did not do. And at the time, they decided to bypass on a more talented, freakish quarterback and not even Patrick Mahomes, but like you said, Deshaun Watson, because, well, we were going to get uh, Kirk Cousins. Kirk Cousins, yeah. And so you look at that, and they might have even still been in the same situation that they are right now with Kirk Cousins on the team. But you look at that whole thing, and then you look at the Tom Brady situation and the only thing I could come to is they they had opportunities it's not one of those things where uh you could look at a team like let's say the Patriots right they ended up drafting Mac Jones but it's not one of the things well maybe if they traded up for Mac Jones you know like I mean traded up for Justin Fields 
then they could have fields and, you know, you don't even have to do a hypothetical thing. The 49ers at these times, at these different times, whether it was Mahomes or Watson or even Tom Brady, they had the say-so in whether they wanted that guy or not. And and they decided to bypass on it. And ultimately now they're in a situation where, and I I like Jimmy, and I think Jimmy's been fine for the 49ers, but clearly they could have gotten better. And, whether they saw something to where it was like, nah, we feel like we're better with Jimmy Garoppolo or whatever. If they did, then they were wrong, right? If they yep. did, if that was if that was their thought process on it, they were wrong. I can I can sit here and say I understand why they did these things, but at the end of the day, you got Mahomes who's been to the Super Bowl two times in three years, and it was really should have been three straight years if it weren't for a D Ford offsides. You have Tom Brady, who's been to the Super Bowl, feels like every year, <laughs> the last years, and went to a totally new team, took them to the Super Bowl, and won. And, you know, you got Kyle Shanahan, and it's like, man, we had a plan, but it just didn't yeah. work out. Sometimes and everybody's the plan looking doesn't at go. all these guys. And, <laughs> yeah. and you had to trade everything you had for Trey Lance, a quarterback coming from an FCS school, which I love. I love Trey Lance. But right. you had to give up a ton. Yeah, it was a him. ton. And there's a lot of risk involved with Trey Lance. Yeah, you have to separate those two things. And I, I always have to remind people that because I'm not anti-Trey Lance. I'm just like, whoa, okay, it's a lot to give up. And like that. And so uh, in some ways, they painted themselves into a corner by the previous moves to need to go make this move. What's crazy, though, is you could draw some correlations between Trey Lance and Patrick Mahomes because Patrick Mahomes was that prospect in 2017 that was like, oh man, the the talent is obvious, but I don't know what to do with this guy because of the team he played for in college, and and there's like, it's there's some projection involved. It's like, what's going on? And Trey Lance was that prospect this year, I think, where it's like, okay, he was obviously talented. He's big and strong and fast, and has everything you're looking for physically, and you like the person. You think he's got his head screwed on, and I think there was you know across the board really good reports on Patrick Mahomes in the same way in 2017. And, you know, for different reasons, because of where they played and the offense they played in, the school they played for, there's a lot of questions like, okay, we got to project a lot. This is FCS one year. That year was two years ago. There's a lot of unknowns and probably some GMs in 2017 saw Mahomes like, oh, too big of a risk. Like, I don't know if I can draft that guy in the first round. I'm sure a lot of teams felt the same way. And I would really love to see every team's draft board and how they rank these top five quarterbacks. That would be fascinating. And we've gotten some clues recently with some um, of these produced shows and you hear GMs talk about their draft board and how some of these drafts went down and and where exactly they had all these guys. But I know there's some teams out there that loved, obviously the 49ers were one of them that loved Trey Lance. And I'm sure there's some teams out there that were like, this is, this, this prospect scares me because this is where you can make a big mistake because there's a lot of unknowns and I don't know what to do with this guy. So in a lot of ways, the 49ers passed on the, geez, I don't know what to do with this guy prospect that was super talented in 2017 and then went all in to go up and get the God, I'm not sure what to do with this guy prospect that's super talented in 2021 in Trey Lance. You know, the one thing I do like about that whole thing is scare money don't make no money. Yep. And <laughs> they 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 clearly saw that this kid, Trey Lance, has a bunch of talent and they did whatever they could to get him. But I, I do agree with you in the sense of they should be viewed the same, Mahomes and Lance. The pushback will be that, you know, Mahomes was, you know, like a three or four year starter. Right. And he had all this experience and he played at a higher level. I think that's what most people will push back on. But my pushback on that would be at the end of the day, talent is talent. And it wasn't the amount of starts that Patrick Mahomes had that made him intriguing. It was what 
Mahomes was able to do, the throws he was able to make, right. the way he moved, and those are the things that made him intriguing. The big arm talent, it wasn't the amount of starts. And the same could be said for Trey Lance. It's, it, it's not the – he has all the too fewer starts, and that's why – you know, oh man, he's so scary because of that. Like, no, I mean, yeah, the the inexperience is there, but the reason why he is intriguing is for the same reason that somebody like Mahomes, maybe not not to the same extent with some of the things that they're able to do, but just the pure raw talent and what that potentially can be. Yep. So from that standpoint, I do see how those two guys are kind of comparable. Right. Yeah, and you have to see through the noise. Right. And you have to look at Patrick Mahomes. You're like, well, there's been no air raid quarterbacks and he's doing things. You're like, what are you doing? Backyard football type of stuff. But he's trying to, uh, you know, outgun other teams in that conference and, and try to bring his team back and win games. And that's why he's doing what he's doing. But you have to be able that's what's so hard about evaluating quarterbacks and evaluating any players is seeing through the noise. And you see that prospect through all that other stuff and be like, what about Patrick Mahomes when you take the rest of it out of it? And that's what the Niners did with Trey Lance. It's like, OK, well, I get all that other stuff. But what do you do when you take the rest of the noise out and you just look at this person in the prospect? And that's what the 49ers believe in in Trey Lance. So, yeah, fascinating how all this turned out and fascinating to watch it all continue. And who knows? Maybe the Chargers, 49ers. Bears, they all got their young quarterbacks now, high-end first-round quarterbacks. Maybe in a few years they look back and they go, well, thank God we're better off for the next 15 years because we didn't go get Tom Brady. Whereas the Raiders are like, oh, gosh, you know, now we got to go get our quarterback. Or is it the opposite where one of these young quarterbacks that they drafted turns out to be bad and it's like, man, not we've spent multiple first-round picks. All we had to do is just go sign stinking Tom Brady and go win a championship when he was available to us for free and free agency, draft picks-wise for free. And you know, we thought we overthought it. I have a I have a question for you, and this is something okay. I think about all the time. All right, and maybe it's because of how bad the 49ers have been uh, over the last twenty years. Right, we've had some good years mixed in with a lot of bad. Mm -hmm. Right, would you rather have one Super Bowl win and just a bunch of bad years, or would you rather have consistent playoff wins or appearances? Appearances in the Super Bowl, but maybe not win it. But you you went to like you got to root for your team to be in the Super Bowl. I don't know, fifteen out of twenty oh, years. That's a really that's a really good question. I have a short answer for that, but I want to put that out there too because the episode is ending here. I want to put that out to the listeners, and, and I want to read some of them on future episodes here because uh, that's a great question to put out there to everybody at BD Peacock at Eric underscore Crocker. Let us know what you think about this one Super Bowl and a bunch of bad or a bunch of competitive teams, and you you're guaranteed not a Super Bowl, right, Croc? I don't know if you're guaranteed not a Super Bowl, but you you are guaranteed the Super Bowl you if you are. go the other way. The other way, okay. But this way, you're always in contention, but you don't know if you're going to get that one. I will take the in contention and not guaranteed a Super Bowl because there is still a possibility for a Super Bowl, and I'm all about the journey, you know, because yeah. I, I want the journey of all those teams and all the stories that would happen there. So give me the unknown and competitive teams over the yeah. uh, the the extremes of good one year and then a whole lot of bad. Right. What and you? next episode, I'll touch on okay. why I think about that. And okay. Whatnot, we'll so. get your answer tomorrow right here on locked on 49ers. We'll get to some of your questions. We will talk running backs. I've got some questions for croc about young wide receivers in the NFL as well. All that coming up in future episodes right here. Locked on 49ers.